0: Well, that may just be one of the most famous lines from the movie Jerry Maguire. While that along with, show me the money. I know you just pictured Cuba Gooding Jr. dancing and yelling, show me the money. So for your viewing pleasure, if you go to the show notes for this podcast, you can see the clips for both those parts of the movie. And you can dance along and shake your booty with Cuba Gooding Jr. So anyway, to the topic. I don't know about you, but I can recall being so into that line. You complete me. It was hard not to be. Jerry Maguire was released in December 1996. And I was newly engaged when I first watched it. The truth is... Even though I was only 23, was super young, when I met my now hubby and got engaged, I spent a lot of my mental energy believing that someone else had to complete me. That someone else was responsible, key word, responsible for my joy And that someone else was responsible for making me feel loved. Holy smokes, (laughs) was I ever wrong. The truth is, no matter how much love and adoration my husband showered on me in those early years, I did everything in my power to test it constantly. I test that love. I did that because I didn't believe he could love me. Because deep down, (laughs) well, let's just face it. Maybe it wasn't even that deep down. I didn't think I was worth loving. Pretty simple, right? And isn't that the story for so many of you? you turn to self-sabotage because your programming is telling you that you are not worthy of receiving love from another human being. It doesn't match the story inside your head or your heart. The story inside my heart and head told me that I was useless and that no one wanted me. I was filler until the main act would come on stage, you know, and that's how it was for me. But <laughs> um, for the first time, I know I was only 23, but for the first time, so, you know, just believe me, it was the first time that I, in my life that I was in a relationship with someone that was willing to stay the course with me. So, my self-sabotaging had to be looked at in a different way. So, in order to make it work, I knew I had to do some inner work because I recognized what I had in front of me. I wasn't that lost that I couldn't see that. Hey, for the first time in my life, this person's willing to stay with me, even with all my little cray cray. He's willing to hang in there and uh, work through this with me. So, I also knew, like, I'm not real unrealistic. I also knew that I couldn't go from the self-loathing that I felt to the self-love I needed to feel in order to be in a healthy relationship. So I had to think about what was the step in between self-loathing and self-love. I called it self-like. And a big part of learning to self-like was acceptance. Accepting myself as I am, flaws, strengths, and everything in between. I gotta be honest with you here. It was harder for me to recognize my strengths because the flaws are always a breeze. The strengths were so tough. And I know I'm not alone in this area. Most of you struggle in the same way. I've been coaching since 2009. I've been around the block. I know that this is a common struggle. So guess what happened when I began to accept my strengths? It was incredible. Uh, I began to let go of the idea that I needed external validation or approval. I wanted to dive into why that might have happened. What's the main reason that it happened? I think it's because by accepting my whole self, the flaws and the good stuff, I recognized and realized I could and would always bounce back from any adversity or challenge I faced. But the most important thing it taught me hmm, is that I could count on me I could trust myself to get it together. I was reliable. I don't even know if I realized how big of a deal that was and at the time, but I sure get it now. Because security is a significant factor in any and all relationships. I I felt secure because I could count on myself. I trusted me. I don't know about you. But I can't name one person that I trust that I don't like a lot. The two are tied together and they can help you make your way To the promised land, (laughs) self-love, you know. So this is how learning to self-like taught me how to complete me. It taught me self-trust and self-reliance. I learned that I have everything I need within me. When I got to that point, I stopped questioning whether or not I was loved by others. I didn't have to go look for validation or approval because I knew I was loved. I could feel it in every cell of my being, this feeling of being loved. Mm, Pure bliss, people, pure bliss, because it puts you into alignment with your true self. While it's great to talk about this transformation that I had from self loathing to self like, because you have to get there first. I think it's really important to discuss the nuts and bolts of it. What did I focus on to make the shift happen? There's no point in not sharing that part with you because that's part I think matters the most. So here we go. I'm going to share the four things that I did. Um, that I worked on that led me to like myself and created this internal peace. So number one, this was the biggest, biggest one. And that's why I'm starting with it. I had to feel comfortable and safe being alone. So it's not, you know, it's not the same as being lonely. Being alone to me means being able to sit with myself and not to look for constant external validation. In the East, they say, you know, time alone is the greatest sign of self-love because you're taking time to be alone. I had to learn how to let go of the deep desire I had to please others. I needed praise from others. I wanted all the gold stars, so this making time to be alone was hard for me. So hard for me. I took small steps with this part of the process because it was the most essential part of the formula for me. And you know, the saying, (laughs) you arrive here in this body alone and you leave here alone. So you may as well get to know yourself a little better, right? You had the strength to come into the space and it's worth getting to know yourself and having that time alone and being comfortable with being alone. That was really, really a lot of work for me. I can't even emphasize how much effort I put into that one, but it really, really paid off. The second thing I did, which I've talked to you, about in the past as I put time and effort into auditing my internal communication. I reminded myself that when I put myself down, it was just like hooking up a bag of ivy toxins right into my bloodstream because my negative inner dialogue was cultivating a toxic environment within my cellular structure. So I had to practice catching those negative thoughts and I had to stand up to the bully, my inner critic. Standing up to that internal bully may be one of the greatest fights and successes of my life, so I'm pretty proud of proud of that one. Number three, but once again before I go to number three, catching those negative thoughts and talking back to yourself as though you were advising a young child or your best friend or someone you want to have as a client. You know, when you go into that level of care with your conversation with yourself, it's incredible how much growth and opportunity is there for you to get to that place of self-like. So now number three, I had to check myself and leave my judgment at the door. I think it was Louise Hay that said the person that judges the most also has the most self-loathing. Pretty interesting so what I know for sure is that practicing letting go of judgment of others has been gosh like a weight lifted off me what many of us don't realize is how much time we spend judging and so I recommend that you do an audit if you have to and bring your awareness to how you feel about other people and when judgment sneaks in ask yourself what do you need to change inside of you to release that judgment, because it's only impacting you. And then the last thing I did, because, you know, I won't leave you without giving you something a little corny, (laughs) a little silly to do. But here we go. Last thing I did was I made a list of 31 things that other people say about me that were complimentary. And I did 31 because that month, obviously, whatever month I did, it, it had 31 days in it. So I use that list to get to know and understand my offering to the world, because sometimes you need to see yourself from the perspective of others to, you know, get to know you. And what I did that month, because I really, really wanted to work at it, is that uh, I looked at one item a day. And I tried to find and see that quality in myself. I tried to be aware of it. So putting my awareness on that quality that this other person or people saw in me helped me um, understand my strengths from a secure place. Because as I said earlier in this podcast, it was accepting my strengths that helped me learn to like myself because my flaws I accepted without question, didn't have to Bad and eyelash. I just believed all my flaws in like that. So helping me understand my strengths from a secure place is what happened in that 30 days. And it let me let go of my ego, not ego. <laughs> let me let go of my ego and truly feel my soul. And those 31 days were so healing for me. And I'm not sure we don't have this right now at the time of this recording, but maybe we can put something together for you so you can download and cultivate your own list of 30 or 31 things um, that you can focus on. Be kind of cool, hey? So there are other things I did. But these four things are a good place to start if you're just beginning your journey on to self-like. I want you to know that it's not easy to let go of old mind habits. I know I've been there. That's why I share my story with you because they're like a super comfy pair of sweats, they get you, you get them, and you've been with them forever. And it seems all but impossible to shed these mind habits because they've been with you for so long. But if you work at it, you can do it. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you something, you are worth working for. Because really, you complete you. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I hope this podcast has made you recognize and acknowledge maybe that you are not alone. You're not alone. And I hope that you'll take some steps to start your journey um, towards self-like and towards you completing you. Uh, And if you want some help with that, We have a free course. It's 10 Techniques to Awaken Your Inner Champion. It's all online. I'll put a link in the show notes. Nothing for sale in that course, just pure gifting to you so you can begin your journey. And then like you know already, you can always book a free 30 minute call with me and we can do uh, a dive into it as well. I hope you enjoy this wonderful, beautiful, blessed day and that you take some time to go through and connect with you because you are so worth it. And I can't wait to hear your stories. Um, So make sure you share them with me through the messages like you normally do, or you can share your comments on the Instagram or Facebook or on our website. And if you connected with this post, I would love it if you could leave a positive review for it. Post, podcast, I mean. Um, Leave a positive review for it because that helps us reach more people. And if you think there's anyone in your life that could benefit from this podcast, please don't be shy. Please share it with them too. Have an amazing, wonderful day. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.